Next Stocks are back. We're going to be spending the afternoon talking about not just the giants, but also some of the really important chip makers. Let's begin with the big ones, though. Francisco Bito joins us, SVP and Senior Portfolio Manager at FM Integrated Alpha. Francisco, welcome back to the show. Is this the big tech comeback year? Are we going to get disappointed by these giants again? No, I think we have a lot of reasons for uh, to be optimist, um, you know, for definitely some optimism. You know, if you look at the macro environment where the inflation is at and acknowledging that a lot of these uh, big tech companies are pro-cyclical, then you see that, uh, you know, that last year maybe they were unfairly treated, you know. And uh, if some investors out there were looking for the uh, that entry point, they they're always wish to have to Apple, Microsoft, you know, um, the Googles of the world and so on, then this doesn't look that bad. Define pro-cyclical in a way for us uh, folks who don't have our CFA. What does that mean? And how does it apply to this post-COVID world? Well, it just means that it's about the business cycle, right? So uh, as the business cycle goes up, when you're coming out of a recession, for example, uh, you expect consumer goods and discretionary to kick up and so on. So you're following the cycle. Some products will follow the cycles. As the Fed has been increasing rates, and gently inducing a recession. I don't know if we're going to get one, but you know that you can see that um, it starts looking uh, like we've been at the peak and might be heading down. And you can see the Apple earnings and the Microsoft earnings also uh, coming down a bit. So pro-cyclical means just uh, correlated in a positive way to the business cycle. Now, it does that mean that we need to have GDP kick back into gear, that we have to avoid the recession that so many folks are focused on? Is that a risk that could hit these companies ultimately as well? I think much of that has already been priced in. You know, that's what 2022 was for. <laughs> for people to worry about these things. Now they got to look at what happens when inflation actually starts cooling. You know, what happens then? If you take the inflation out of the equation, what, what do we get back? We get basically a strong economy. It's not, you know, firing like at the end of COVID and so on when you came out of the pandemic, but it's still pretty healthy with strong unemployment numbers and, and so on. Right now, Francisco, these companies uh, seem to be struggling a little bit with an expectations game. Uh, where in this uh, particular earnings period, they're getting some relief, but over the last year, there's really a high bar for growth where you can post 30% top line growth in some of these stocks and they're still declining. Does that not tell you that valuations uh, are still very high? Uh, what is that message that the market's sending when it's unsatisfied with companies growing at this rate? Well, I think uh, it's, it's uh, not so much the growth rates. Last year was a good example of that, that you have, like you said, companies with a 30%, even better growth rates, and they were still hammered by the market, you know? And a lot of that was fear of um, a very hawkish Fed and that the upcoming recession and how it would impact earnings and so on. And the point of that is that as the data comes in, the data doesn't lie. You know, we can all speculate all we want, but when the data comes in, you know, the Fed tends to be data-driven, so are we at Integrated Alpha. We look at the data and see where the data's at. The data is pointing in a very positive direction. So if people were worried in 2022, there's less reason to be worried now. So I guess a lot of the fears and concerns were already priced in. So this month is a good example of that. Uh, it's about to end, but you know, we got a nice rally. We got our flagship product up about 9% this month, you know, and we didn't see anything like that uh, in 2022. So um, it's a reversal, I, I welcome one. 
Is there a favorite? What's going to be the best way to play this? Should you just get a broad basket? Should we just buy the index? Hearing that big tech's going to make a big comeback kind of sounds to me like just buy the index. Uh, it depends. You can be more selective, you know, and the way that we view it is it's always about building a strong portfolio. So uh, you can buy some big tech and buy some other ones that are not so big tech, maybe like, you know, uh, Datadog or SedG or MongoDB and things like that and mix it up a little bit, you know. So uh, Netflix as well. Uh, but you can always have there the Microsofts and the Apples. Those are my favorites. All right. Uh, good to catch up, Francisco. Thanks for the update on the way you're thinking. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Bidon comes to us from Integrated Alpha.